Hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of the All of You Whole podcast, hosted by me, Caroline Fossil, entrepreneur, wellness expert, author, and speaker. My goal is to help you build a healthy, connected, and intentional life that fulfills your greatest purpose. Go ahead and hit that pause button and then the plus button to subscribe to this show so you get more impactful content each and every week. We would also love it if you would leave a five-star rating and review. This helps people you and I don't even know find the show. And lastly, please share an episode you love with whoever you can. Sharing is caring, and that's how we continue to grow. And as always, I am forever grateful for your support. Welcome to the show, Ella. I'm so excited to talk to you today. I'm so excited to talk to you. (laughs) Okay, so... Most people know who you are because you've been around the all of you whole world for like 10 years, right? Yeah. Okay, but tell us a little bit about you. What kind of things do you like? I like art, painting, drawing, riding my bike. I also like tiny things because they're tiny like me. (laughs) That's so cute. Okay, so today, the first time you've ever been on the show... I've had a show about you. I have your birth story on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. But you've never been on the show, which is super fun. So today you wanted to share your healing story that we've been walking through the last year and a half. So let's start at the very beginning. You were a thriving, precious, cute little kiddo. And then what was the first symptom that you had that made us realize, shoot, maybe we need to pursue some healing? The first symptom that I had, I got hives at my aunt's house, Mm -hmm. and at first we thought it was her dog, Dolly. Yeah, like maybe you could be allergic to the dog. Yeah, they were all at my bag, they were so itchy. You had been asleep, remember? Yeah. And you woke up, and she had big, like we're talking quarter size hives, kind of up her spine, like the top of her spine really was like the first case of hives. So that was, what is it now? 2023. That was January of 2022. So it's been over a year and a half. Do you remember what happened after that? Not really. Mm -hmm. I do remember getting more hives and us not knowing what it was. Yeah. But we knew that my aunt's dog, Dolly, couldn't be the... Like the trigger? Yeah, trigger, because once we had gotten home, I was still getting hives. Mm, Yeah, that's true. So that was in Nashville that that first happened, and I'm pretty sure at the time we did like a Benadryl cream on it, and I think we started with some essential oils on it and did a Benadryl cream on it and also probably gave you some Claritin or Benadryl, and they went away, right? Yeah. And then I do think you might have gotten them another time while we were in Nashville. Maybe. Yeah. And then we got back to Denver and... It didn't feel like there was much rhyme or reason you would get hives, and it was really hard to tell what was causing it. Yeah, we didn't know what was happening, and then my mom found out it was gluten. I think before that, you were already gluten-free, or no? No. Wait. Yeah, no, I wasn't gluten-free yet. And then we found so out that's why you... Be- See, I had forgotten that. Okay, so then... From there, we figured out, like, okay, let's see if this is, like, a food-related situation. Like, it didn't feel like it was something topical, like a shampoo or conditioner or lotion or anything like that. 
because she was continuing to get them even when we came back to the stuff you had been used to using. So do you remember for a while, our first line of defense, you were gluten-free, dairy-free, egg-free, and soy-free. Is that right? Yeah. For, do you remember how long? Pretty sure it was... At least a month, right? Yeah, like two or three months. Yeah, so for a little bit of time, we did that. We were gluten-free, dairy-free, egg-free, soy-free, and we were just trying to figure out, does that help? And it sort of did. It sort of did for a while, right? And then we figured out, do you remember from there? I'm pretty sure we like narrowed it down until it was just gluten. And then once we had no gluten in my diet, I stopped having hives. Yeah, once she was gluten-free, she stopped having hives. But then remind me, because I'm forgetting, what made us go to Cynthia, my health coach, in the first place? Why did we do we that were getting, I was getting hives, even though I was already gluten-free. So you kept getting hives? Yes. I kept getting hives a few months afterward. Like a half a year afterward, I started getting hives again, even though I was already gluten-free. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, so she started getting hives again. And that really pushed us to pursue working with Cynthia Mathis, who she's been on the podcast, and you guys have heard from her, and she's my health coach even to this day. So decided that there was some additional healing that probably needed to take place. So with her, we did two different tests. We did a GI map that tells you what's going on in the gut, and then we did an MRT test, which is called the mediator release test. And that is a very specific type of food sensitivity test. So let's talk first about the GI map. So that one actually came back pretty concerning. So it's a stool test and it came back that Ella had some really, really significantly high levels of bad bacteria in her gut that could be classified as SIBO, small intestine bacteria overgrowth. And it was so bad that Cynthia is a very, very holistically minded person. And she was like, Carolyn, I'm going to be honest with you. You could do some holistic remedies for a year plus and they might taste bad and Ella might not like them. And it would be pretty rough and then this overgrowth is so bad that it also might not even work like you might get to the end of the year and it might not even work Ella's face right now she's like what or we could try an antibiotic and an anti-parasite because she also had some parasites that would knock it out and then we repopulate her good bacteria in her gut and so we decided to go that option and I was pretty nervous about it because I actually had to take her GI mask to our pediatrician and just like beg him to prescribe us these medications because only a physician can prescribe these medications. And he was super sweet. Do you remember that appointment? No. He was super sweet and he was like, you know, Caroline, this doesn't happen often, but occasionally moms come in with tests like these or other testing and they need something from me and I don't necessarily feel super comfortable with it because it's not something that I do all the time. But what I do trust is the data that you've presented to me and the report actually came back like this is the bacteria and this is the prescription antibiotic that can kill it. 
So he's like, I do trust the data that you're bringing to me. And also you seem really convinced and that's enough for me. So I was like very, very thankful that he prescribed those two medications for us because he did not have to do that. So she took those for a while. And then we were on a pretty intense protocol, like a gut healing type protocol. And I think Cynthia's two major concerns were healing this bacterial overgrowth because it can lead to autoimmunity and it can lead to other negative consequences down the road. And then also just calming down your immune system and your mast cell response because she was having all of these histamine reactions. So that was step one. So we did go down that route and we have not done another... GI map to really test. You kind of have to wait a while to see like how it worked. So we haven't done a follow-up GI map on that yet. And then the second phase was the MRT test. So this is the one we had to get blood drawn for, yeah. right? How was that? <laughs> Painful, but you found out that when you distracted me with a picture on the wall, it helped me stay distracted from the pain. Yeah, so at first it was pretty rough. Ella is likely an Enneagram 7 like me and does not like pain. And she's very, she's like very severely pain avoidant. (laughs) And so yeah, getting her blood down, she was like super nervous. And it was just me and Owen and Ella at this blood draw place. So I think I would definitely bring Chaz if we ever need to do that again, just to help out because it was hard for me to keep her from looking at the needle. And I knew she needed to not look at the needle. And then she also like moved, which was unfortunate, like accidentally moved. And so the needle came out of one arm. So then we had to do it again in the other arm. <laughs> and so, yeah, that was not ideal. But then we got the results back from the MRT test. So, let me just tell you quickly the MRT test is superior to all other forms of food sensitivity testing. This is something that I actually didn't realize until recently, but most tests are testing for IgG antibodies. The MRT test is different because it is testing for other inflammatory chemicals that are produced by the immune systems that can trigger and promote sensitivities. So it just uses like a different, more accurate technique and it reveals type three and type four food sensitivities. It also tests for 122 foods and eight chemical additives, chemicals slash additives. So those additives are caffeine, fructose, which would be like high fructose corn syrup, soy lecithin, potassium nitrate, and then three that I can't pronounce. (laughs) So it tests for additives, but these are common additives in food. And so it's helpful to understand if you need to avoid those. Okay, so on to the results, Ella. Do you remember the foods that came back on your MRT panel? Yeah, it was cow's milk that I couldn't do for a year. So dairy, you were very, very sensitive. So the ones that are very extreme sensitivities, you avoid for a year. So we've avoided all dairy and any dairy derivatives and products were about seven months into that. Okay, and then what were the other things? Egg whites. Tomatoes. Tomatoes, bok choy. We had some pecans. Pecans. And Soy lecithin was a really hard yeah. one. And the rosemary. Two of the hardest, surprisingly, were soy lecithin and rosemary. 
Because soy lecithin is a binder. It's in chocolate. It's in a lot of things as really just like an emulsifier binder. And then rosemary is in a lot of paleo. A lot of our favorite snacks and crackers and stuff like that had rosemary because it actually is kind of like the natural food world's preservative. It actually helps keep foods fresh. So there was rosemary extract or rosemary in so many foods. Were there any other? I think there were a lot more. But yeah. it was kind of like random stuff. I feel like tomatoes were kind of tough. And then the rosemary and soy less thin was probably the toughest. Yeah, there were a lot of random ones like bok choy and pecans and... Uh, stuff we might not necessarily eat yeah. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So those things, she was gluten-free, dairy-free, plus it was probably 12 to 15 different things that she couldn't eat for six months. So got to the end of that six months in around June, and then we reintroduced things one at a time. And it doesn't seem like you haven't gotten hives related to those foods, have you? No. I haven't gotten hives, period. Yeah, she hasn't gotten hives. She had a rash on her face. Do you want to tell the story about yeah. Key West? Okay. Oh, it's such a bummer. So uh, that morning I had eaten rice cereal, puff rice cereal, and we were supposed to go on like a six-hour snorkeling trip Yeah. on a humongous boat that served breakfast because it was so early. Yeah, it was and pretty early, and we were going to Dry Tortugas National Park. So we were in Key West, and you can either go on this – boat called Yankee Freedom. It's like a big ferry boat or you can go on a charter plane and it's like pretty expensive. Even the boat and then the charter plane is like four times as expensive. So we were on the boat and Ella had gotten hives on her face. A big red rash on my face and neck. Yeah. So it wasn't even like, it was very different from your other stuff. It was, yeah, it was a rash. And And my dad had gone downstairs to the lower deck of the boat yeah. to ask some staff members if they had any children's Claritin that I could take. And then my dad came up a few minutes later saying they were threatening to take us off the boat. And then a few minutes after that, they kicked us off the boat because they couldn't handle my allergies. And my dad kept saying, I'm a physician. Her throat won't swell up. It's completely fine. She just needs some Claritin. Yeah, he was like, she's really going to be fine. Like, this is not anaphylaxis. There's no world in which this is life-threatening or dangerous. So it was such a bummer. They kicked us off this boat, and we didn't get to go. And I was, like, really proud of you, Ella, because you did not feel guilty. You did not feel bad. You realized, like, this is outside of my control. This is not my fault. They were being kind of silly. Although, I do understand, from a liability perspective, you just want no question. You're like... I know that you're saying that, but, like, we have no room for error. When you're out there, there are no services at this national park. I mean, the toilets are literally on the boat. There's no services at Dry Tortugas National Park. So it's very remote, and I understand the concern. But it was definitely a bummer for our family because we were there for less than five days, and it was really our only option. It was, like, Thursday. We were leaving the next morning or something, right? So it's okay. We'll be back to Key West. We'll go back to Dry Tortugas National Park. But for the most part, a lot of the healing supplements, like gut healing that we did, And healing supplements really worked. And then right now we are just doing, you have gotten like some hives. And so, and also to 
she got that rash. I think you maybe got like one other set of hives, but also too, you were just having a lot of seasonal allergies that seemed pretty extreme. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I like to take a Claritin in the morning because my eyes itch so much and sometimes they even swell up. Yeah. She went to a church summer camp for five days and that was super fun. And I was like pretty nervous about the food because gluten and dairy-free is pretty tough. It's like a lot of times stuff is like gluten-free or it's dairy-free, but most of the time it's not both. So we packed her up some food and then in one day her eyes were like almost swollen shut. They were so swollen and red. And so we talked to Cynthia about, okay, we might need another level, another layer of healing around mast cell reaction, histamine reaction and response, immune system. And so right now you're on a glutathione antioxidant supplement at night. She's doing Epsom salt bath every night as much as we can. And we're doing castor oil applied just topically, not necessarily like a castor oil pack with like heat and stuff, but just like applied to her liver and her kidneys. And then a couple more supplements we still need to get in the mail. But that is surprisingly, even just when we were doing Epsom salt bath and castor oil, which is kind of what we started with, with this protocol, I mean, that helped you so much. Like your allergy, I have not noticed your allergies maybe one time since we started that a few weeks ago. Yeah, once. Yeah. I was walking to the park and my eyes were itching a lot, so I had to run back home to get a Claritin and then I had to run back to the park. Yeah. So yeah, overall, how are you feeling now? I'm feeling great (laughs) and I'm glad that I have a mom who understands what I need. Yes, I'm happy I can help. You have been so healthy since... You were born. You really have. And we eat healthy. We have a healthy lifestyle. So I really never anticipated, like I've been on such a health journey the last like four years and I didn't really expect my kids needing to be on kind of a healing journey. But I do feel so encouraged, like children are so resilient and they bounce back so easy and they heal so quickly. And I feel like your body has done a really great job healing. So if there are any other mamas out there that are listening to this or kiddos who are having some health challenges, do you have any words of wisdom for them? Just keep going and never give up. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good message. Yeah, I definitely feel a lot of the work that I do at All of You Whole is surrounding healing. And I just feel so encouraged that our bodies want to heal. And we even met with a friend of ours this week who was having some, her little precious newborn baby is having some digestive issues and my message to her was the same as to you which is just our bodies want to heal and they're pretty much are always answers so keep asking why until you can keep uncovering more and more information about like okay sure she's having hives but why is she having hives what's the problem right like why is this baby having digestive issues what could be some solutions and so people like Cynthia Mathis are so helpful that know more than I do and you do likely and those people who have gone down this path before you and have some experience and some knowledge of protocols to do I just think it is so helpful to have someone with you in this process so So if you have a child with any kind of health symptoms that you're trying to figure out, please reach out to Cynthia Mathis. She is so wonderful. I will put her info in the show notes. But yeah, here's just another fossil healing story and we will keep you posted. Ella, do you have any final words? Bye-bye.
(laughs) Thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week.